BJ Ryan, episode 163, partnering with Betfair. Don't bet harder, bet smarter at Betfair. And uh, it's a huge day for the 1-1 and West Australian racing in general because we've got a massive Quokka Karakata preview to get through. And I'm alongside two of the very, very best in the business, Terry Layton and Daniel Cripps. Fellas, we're on. Big day. Terry, BJ, I'm... Um I'm wiser now that I just found out off air that Terry cannot burp. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering how long that'd take. I did think sub one minute, so I was uh, I was pretty accurate there. So yeah, no, never burped in my entire life. I do like that. So. People who burp and fart, they're uh, yeah, they might not my type of people. I believe you. I can do it out the <laughs> I can do I can do it out the other end without much issue. Believe me. So anyway, how have you been? Yes, very well. It's good to have um, you back. Great to be back on. Uh, big shoes to. Phil, the week after Pistol Pete was on. Yeah. Geez, you got a better card than Pistol Pete to attack there, don't you? Yeah, a bit more interest in this card. I think it's uh, not one that I'm exactly rushing around to get bets on early, but I reckon there'll be some good discussion nonetheless. 100%. 100%. Yeah, I was a bit miffed by the first part of the card, to be honest. Um, yeah. That's a bit harsh. I think yeah. it's all right. No, I don't think so. What do you think? They should have had like seven black types or something. I think I think Karakata feels like, like it's been tucked away. Yeah. Like it's no longer a Karakata. I feel like yeah. they should have had a day to itself, the Karakata. I think, I think it's a review, a few tweaks, but if they're going to put a big like showcase event on the Quokka, then the undercard needs to have a bit of meat on the bone too, I think. So, what do you think about that was all right. What do you think about the Quokka running before the Joey? Well, I'm a bit confused. Um, I'm worried about how I'm going to make my speech on Channel 7 with uh, is Bruce coming across to interview me. I heard he might be, actually. Um, but that's my biggest concern. You'll have to uh, – I'm, I'm with you on Saturday, Crips. You'll have to keep me in check. So, <laughs> so, so, I, uh, so is, is that – that wouldn't have anything to do with um, – It's Channel 7, 100%. Right, gotcha. I could, okay. I'm, I'm guessing, but it has to be. Sure, Timing, East Coast, that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. It would yeah. have to be. That's why yeah. we've got 11.20am start, so. Yeah. Yeah, race one might be a challenge, mightn't it? Mm. <laughs> Should we aim for race two? Uh, what's race two? 11.59. You're, you're, yeah, thinking, you're thinking race five. <laughs> <laughs> but for, first go around, we, we've we've made it to the the, the quokka. The, the event has gone mm. up and running. Um, so there'll be plenty, plenty of things we can learn from a racing and event promotion point of view. But yeah, I think I think that I'd love to have a bit more of a, a bit more quality on the undercard. But um, still, it's a 10 race card. We've got the, the quokka, the Karakata, the Joey. Um, and uh, no doubt we'll try and find a winner or two. Jeez, he hasn't minded a winch this week, BJ, has he? Hey, he's been on there backing up his good mate, Stevie Wolf. Jeez, just. Have I been backing hell. up, Steve? Yeah. Really? I don't know. I? Oh, I don't think he thinks he has. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, Griffin needs to separate. <laughs> I don't know, just uh, with the redraw um, situation. Yeah. I don't know if you saw during the week. Yeah. What happened? Did you? Yeah. <laughs> hasn't been spoken about uh, in enough depth, I don't think. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be one of those where were you moments I think, <laughs> in our racing history. Where were you the the uh, the day of the quokka uh, the quokka? Um, but um, but yeah, I think uh, I think there's you know mistakes were made obviously, but um, but for me it's just like from a passionate WA racing person, it's like broadly, and we we bring this up a lot. Like, do we have the right people in the right places, right? Um, and do we have the right people with the passion and the talent to take the WA racing industry forward? And my thing is like, like this is a, a tremendous opportunity for us to, don't get me wrong, and you were onto it uh, as well on Twitter, Cripa, the publicity out of what happened on, um, when was that, Tuesday morning was massive. Like I was getting 
WhatsApps from all over the country, international, trying to work out what was going on. So it really cut through. Whereabouts internationally? Yeah, uh, UK, yeah. Hong Kong. North Korea? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anything really remote? <laughs> Finland? <laughs> um, but you know what I mean? Like it, for those that hadn't heard of the Quokka, certainly had heard of it by Tuesday afternoon. Um, so you can't, that's priceless. But for me, like, I don't know, if you're – if you're comfortable and you're in a position within the industry, uh, the administration, if you're comfortable where we are and the way things are, um, then I don't know. I think we need to get people in there with a desire to improve, grow, entertain. Um, so if you're not willing to to be in that position to move the game forward, I think just find another industry Whack. and get any, out of the way. Uh, any, yeah. so you want to single anyone out? Or? Yeah, yeah, I was going to say that. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think of my referring to. Like, Hang on, need- I'm going to look at our buttons. One of these like <laughs> whack. We just need to get better. Like, far out. Like, um, I'm not. This has got nothing to do with the barrier drawing. Like the whole, the whole thing. I just thought the quokka, the build up to the quokka was very low key, and I just didn't think it cut through enough. And all, the the barrier draw thing is almost. You clearly missed the Steve Butler little twenty second clips on Twitter, mm-hmm. didn't you? <laughs> this is this is this is barrier draw aside. This is just generally speaking, we just need to get better at so many different things. Like we're not elite at uh, a lot of stuff over here. We need to be from an administration point of view. We're a bit like Cam Green in 2020 cricket, you reckon. Goes for about three and a half million, but he's not a quarter bowler, quarter <laughs> batsman, probably a little bit overpaid. I, that's or the analogy. Oh, we're a little bit like Rock Magic, I'm not too sure, but. Uh, <laughs> let's, let's move on, let's move on. But yeah. yes, uh, I don't know, man. Like we, um, we, the event is happening, the race is on. Uh, there's some winners and losers out of the, the draw, but um, we'll get stuck into that when we review this, when we preview the, the race. It's thought, happened. I actually thought it was great. Like, and. It's easy for me to sit here and say this because it did not impact me whatsoever. <laughs> so I could imagine those who were impacted could be understandably very emotional. But it was just funny to, from what started this one tiny error, just snowballed into big mistake after big mistake into wrong decision, wrong decision. Mm. But um, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. and even <laughs> even the redraw. Like, where was that? Why would you have the camera so you couldn't even see what they were doing with the? Sun was in the wrong direction, and then they were calling out <laughs> the bloke doing it was getting mixed up between the horse number and the barrier number. He called out, he goes, Barrier 12. Uh, what horse was it? Is it a su- Asfura. Asfura. Yeah. Barrier 12. I was like, this is unbelievably great, but yeah, yeah, like you said, BJ, any publicity is good publicity. Yeah. We're here now, I reckon there's going to be a lot more eyeballs on the race come Saturday, and um. Yeah, winners well, and losers out of it, but I'm actually really excited for yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. And what um, a story it'll be when she comes down the outside. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See the old uh, someone said it in a group chat. I was in. Might have been you. I can't remember. Was the old Mark Choco Williams after Port Adelaide won the flag? Pistol, down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was pistol, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, pistol. Yeah, the um, the yeah, just the the professionalism of the whole thing just needs to be reviewed and and the 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 initial decision just to keep keep going. That was KPMG though, because that was their role. The, yeah, and the, work, the in, work experience in, kid, in conjunction with the stewards. <laughs> Quite he, was not a, he was not a day over six <laughs> days that kid. I think he was he was on uh, school holiday work experience. <laughs> yeah. some of that, but. Pretty sure we have to put his quaddy on for him on Saturday because he's not allowed to legally. <laughs> but um, and yeah, it just it, it points to something greater for me that we're just we're just. We're missing the missing the mark on Story the broke the camel's back, perhaps. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, but um, yeah, Quokka, Karakata, we've uh, we're getting there. It's a it's a big big day for for WA Racing. Channel Seven, as you said, are involved and they'll be covering as well. Um, got a bit of juice out of Bruce McAvaney calling the um, the derby. Did you see that mm. last good Sunday? caller? Yeah, because the audio cut out. <laughs> 
<laughs> so Bruce had to chime in and finish the no, call. I missed that. Yeah. Um, oh, is that so, why he did it? Yeah, I think oh, so. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, yeah. So he uh, he just chimed in and and got it done. But um, I thought they just cut off Darren's raspy voice. Yeah, but yeah, and a, a couple too many whiskeys on the Friday <laughs> night. Um, but yeah, so uh, I think you know for for everything that happened during the week, if you if you know Gareth. On his show, Gareth Hall on his show just summed everything up perfectly, and, and now it's time to to move on and um, and see if we can find the winner. Yeah, let's do it. All right, so no mastermind today because we've got to get to the launch party of the uh, Western trilogy. So um, we're going to do a condensed as much as we can uh, episode of the one one, but um, we're just going to take a quick break, gather our thoughts, and we'll get rocking and rolling on the Quaker Karakata Day preview. Okay, it's time to partner with Betfair and preview Quokka Karakata Day at Ascot. It's uh, BJ Ryan, Terry Layton, and Daniel Cripps. We are teaming up to record episode 163 of the 1-1. This is your West Australian Racing Podcast. It's bang on 10 a.m. Thursday, the 13th of April. Narogen. Narogen is in action again today. Ascot and Kalgoorlie on Saturday, and it's Geraldton Gold Cup on Sunday. Just mentioned to Terry before, no Tash Faithful in the Geraldton Cup. She would have been going for three big country cups in a week. Oh, bang. Yeah, so. Yeah, no, suspension kicks off midnight Saturday. Was that out of? Don't know. Anything? Okay. Don't know. Yeah, right. um, yeah so plenty of racing, and uh, if we get bored, Later today at the at the trilogy launch, Terry will be leaning on you for some narrogen mail. Have you done mm, the form? Specials, yeah. Yeah, morals everyone? Yeah, morals. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Don't give away your trade secrets, man. Um, all right, stay tuned. Stay tuned, BJ. Throughout the show for info on how you can enter the market. City mates, get out, stakes, competition. And as BJ mentioned before, no um, Mundaring Hotel uh, mastermind this week. Chris Parnham will be on next week going for number Three yes. in a row. Survived so, a scare from yeah. the hawk, didn't he? He did survive a, uh, a scare from the hawk who went around at a pretty big price, but um, yeah, he'll be better for the runner, I reckon. <laughs> I reckon Chris will just accelerate from here. He'll be our third five-timer. That's my guess. All right. Okay. Very good. Um, Kripa, Guru, will, will we be able to find you guys on any uh, other um, Betfair-related um no, not me. I've been pretty quiet lately, so just leave it all for Terry. Terry content, <laughs> sorry. I love your strategy. Though. I must admit, I liked it. I didn't. I knew yesterday's one. I thought you were in strife because it was. It looked such a two or three horse race. Yeah. But I like your strategy of laying places at short prices. I need one. You're on that. No, exactly right. Um, I actually really like your strategy because yeah. it works on you get a unit for the price it was, don't you? Have you got your trumpet one ready? Yeah. Back, back <laughs> the winner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dear me. Do you like um, – who's your favourite jockey on front runners? I can never tell. Uh, Holly Watson, Daylight, oh, and then third is Keshaw, Easy. Yeah, okay. And it's not even about how good they are when they hit the front. It's that the fact that it's you know if they draw just wide. No, yeah, and they're going to go forward. Like, that's what I like about Holly and Keshaw is that you just have confidence that they're going to be positive out of the gates, where there's other jockeys in WA who are probably a lot better riders, but if you – Try and back them on a horse drawn wide. You just don't know whether they're going to mm. flop out the back and then you don't really want to be on. Yeah. No, 100% agree. 100% agree. That's why we were pretty excited about having Holly on in a feature race when she couldn't claim because we thought we would be forward mm. racing in the first couple at least, maybe not leading. But, uh, yes, uh, she will go well without the claim, without doubt. BJ. Yeah, I haven't actually. It's taken us a while. We haven't even mentioned Halatorian yet, so we'll get there. We'll get there. All um, right, <laughs> bit of Halatorian tiredness, to be honest. <laughs> All right, so just one one reminders. Uh, uh, the 
The West Australian Racing Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and all other major platforms. So please download, subscribe, like, follow. And if there's an opportunity to give us a five-star rating, Terry, then what should they do? Uh, consider it. Exactly. Uh, all right, let's get cracking on our preview, and we'll start with the Ascot Track Report, brought to you by Witten's Irrigation and Design, whether it's racetrack, residential, or commercial, water wisely with Witten's. Terry. Um. Sorry, what were we talking about? So the rail is in the uh, three-metre <laughs> position and it's uh, we're looking – well, this was weather from yesterday. 20 degrees maximum, cloudy. We got a drop of rain on the way in this morning. Cripper, I arrived just before you. Did you cop any rain? Come no on. rain on the way in. Yeah. Looks like we might get a little bit this afternoon. But what does Brad reckon? Uh, Brad Cripps? Yeah. Uh, I haven't actually asked him. <laughs> pretty, pretty confident on the side. Yeah, yeah. Wait, wait for him to, He's the for man, to get obviously. right into the depths of winter when um when he comes to yeah. the fore. But he can tell you to, to a mil. To a mil. And no, a week, the, no, no, week no. in advance. The exact minute he'll get there too. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's unbelievable. It's a gift. Yeah, it is. The gift that the farmers have. Yep. Um, I thought – I know there's been a bit of talk about potentially a soft six or seven, but for me, I just can't see it being any worse than a soft five. Because if we do get, say, 10 mils of rain in the next couple of days, well, doesn't that just mean they take 10 mils of irrigation off? It's pretty I think, yeah. the, I think there's far less forecast for I think, I think Friday. It's the, the cloud cover, talking to Craig, which is which impacts the- And the wind. Yeah. The wind yeah. dries it. Yeah, um, the wind. A so, lot more so, so the wind, yeah. So if there's- if, if, I think if they get the seven, that they're the maximum they're predicting today, um, and then there's cloud cover all day today, tomorrow and Saturday, then it might be- Closer to like, might be like a five and a half or something like that. So just okay. looking, yeah, there's a heap of wind between now and uh, Saturday morning yep. too. So yep. and it actually drops off nicely for and the, the track, day of racing. The track was was zooming last Saturday. I don't, um, don't know what came through on your your figures, Cripper, but yeah, especially later in the day, I think Weapon Sun's time was elite for the for the mile. So the track was in pretty pretty good order last Saturday. So no racing during the week. Um, and uh, yeah, so it just, it just depends on whether we get the one or the seven today, I think, as to whether it's going to be a four, five or a five, six type thing comes Saturday. Looking, looking ominous at the moment. Is it? Well, I'm just looking at the clouds. Oh, right, right. Sorry, I just thought Terry was on a radar. Nah. <laughs> no, no, I got Brad on speed dial. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, just looking upwards, it looks ominous. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm the same. I started for a soft five. Didn't really overthink it, to be honest. Well, it's, it's just the the... Ha- if they're getting their toe into it, especially when it comes to assessing the Eastern Staters and one horse in particular, Bella Nipatina. Well, I looked then, through then Bella Nipatina um, in that sense, and it looks like it doesn't matter if it's wet; it needs to be drenched. She's a um, looks like she's a proper heavy track horse. I'd like I think it. she's an elite heavy track horse, but she's she does still effective. Yeah, yeah, yeah she's soft going. Yeah, yeah, but she's she's better with definitely when it's raining. Money, I want to see come for her, isn't it? I yeah. want to see our track manager do a bit of a. Um, Indian cricket impersonation and just doctor our track for the WA horses. Like, <laughs> we know Bell and Fast. We know Bell and Ipatina's elite on the soft. So I just hope there's not a mill of irrigation going on between <laughs> oh, now and Saturday because look, be. yeah, it's, we've got the star filly. It's our home deck. So let's make sure yeah. it's closer to a good four as possible. 
Yeah, that's a great point. That is a great point. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens um, over the next couple of days. But interesting also is that the start time for race 111.24 means you don't have that extra hour, hour and a half of drying time before that. First horses get stuck into it as well. So it's an hour and a half less sleep. Yes, that's true. Race one is the Schweppes handicap, 1,100 metres for the three-year-olds. Some of these went around against each other. Last start, there's um, Cosmopolitan Girls on the quick backup after being very competitive running Snowdome to less than a length um, last Saturday over the 1,000 metres, just the seven horses to face the starter. Our guest, Daniel Cripps, any view on the uh, three-year-old to kick things off? Not too much uh, relative to the market. I think it looks quite well in place. Uh, As the market suggests, they've got four key chances, Export Girl, Cosmo, rumor says, and Potshot. I'm pretty confident the winner comes from those four. Mm-hmm. I had Cosmopolitan Girl on top, but a $3.50 favorite. So currently $3.60, which obviously won't get me. It's hard in races like this when there's such a small field and your market looks similar to the corporates because they just get to add on 30% tax to theirs. So, you know, to find an overlay is, uh, is quite challenging. So, no, I'll wait and see what Betfair does, but. If I'm going to have to have a bet, it will be Cosmo. But yeah, at this stage, prices won't get me. I think she maps really well, probably lands 1-1. And yeah, I reckon that Snowdome form probably would be the best form going into this. So have you got Make Your Point leading? You tell us. You're the Wolfie Yard person because if Make Your Point decides to sit and Export Girl gets given the front at 11.20 in the morning... Um, I reckon Export Girl will be hard to run down, but if Make Your Point I crosses- I reckon and, there'll be a tweet coming if that- And if Export- No, because I'm the same as Crip. I've marked Cosmo Girl 350. I don't yeah. really have any interest in this race whatsoever. No, I, I, I'm assuming, I haven't spoken to Steve, but I'm assuming Make Your Point Leads, is the fastest. Deep the Envy, yeah. lead us back, which probably means uh, Export Breeze and as Crip said, Cosmo 1-1. So yeah, that'll be the winning line. I'd suspect it'll be Export Girl, Cosmo Girl, um, and then on that back, it depends whether Canny Rock holds the back of Thingy or if Pike can get the back with Pot Shot of yep. Cosmo. And I don't know, he could probably have the last crack at him and just will it over the line. It's a pretty underrated horse. So I quite like Pot Shot, actually. I, I, most of them should be around the same sort of the same price. Um, yeah. I just uh, think the market, what we've seen with Pot Shot in the past is it really doesn't like it. Like, <laughs> even with Pike on. So yeah. my, my plan is to hold fire. What do you think? Um, what, what's, uh, what'll get you for Pot Shot? Oh, I, I've marked the race. Loosely 350 Cosmo, 420 the next two. Taking yep. on rumor says with the pads on. Yeah. Just a hard horse to trust, you know, the way it's racing. Um, very good horse. But um, so I don't know. If five bucks won't really excite me. That's the thing. Mm. Like I'm hoping a stupid drift and there's wild money for one of the other two. And we see six, six fifty. Even then I'm not that perturbed. Yeah. So yeah, I was leaning leaning pot shot, if anything, um, for a tip in the in the first, just with with Pike on. I like the way that sort of hit the line. First or fresh? What was that? Uh, first up of fifty-five days last start. Failed um, first up last prep, then one second up to it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think they've found that the key to, to riding the horse as well. Just quite suit suit Pike. Pike can just tack on and can get, he rocks get last the horse. Can yeah. he rocks the horse? The mad horse, absolutely cool. Yeah. Can he rock holds the back of Cosmo Girl and he has to go. Can he rock? Joey. Joey. Yeah. Okay. If, if they were drawn the opposite, it'd be an easy go. But um, yeah, I can see Pike being on the Kenny Rock or going back to the fence, the wrong line, and I don't think he can give Cosmo two lengths. Okay. If he has his back, he gets him, I reckon. Yeah, Cosmo does go up four and a half kilos, but um, the Snowdome sort of form sort of feels like it's superior, doesn't it? So I, I actually thought Snowdome Export any good. Girl would hold the front, just thinking that 
Bib Shooter's riding. It's Wolfie's number one seed, and I thought Wolfie might say to Brad, "Well, just don't chop my yeah. my best." Or something. Exactly yeah. right. Hashtag stable tactics. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I don't want to get involved here because I reckon if that does occur. Um, and export rolls with the shades on out in front um, early in the day. Might have been easterly still at eleven twenty in the morning. I don't know. I just think that's a bit of a interesting. And one, so. there'd be nothing untoward about export girl leading when she sat outside the no, speed exactly, exactly over right. a thousand meters last start. Yeah, so. she led. I think she led first up. Yeah, it pretty. will be a bit funny when Brad on make your point from the breeze suddenly pulls the brakes <laughs> and just goes right back on him for a prevent. <laughs> but that's okay. All right, race two is the tab touch. Be better at life. West Speed Platinum Handicap over the 1,600 metres. Pretty even lot this and which is what we come to expect from these West Speed Platinum races, Terry. Yeah, not for me, mate. This is the market's <laughs> pretty bang on. Awesome chat has got the best form, but yeah. A, how does it map? And B, is it past its best this campaign? Call again at every chance last start. I guess the thing in its favour here is that the two that beat at home aren't here. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can make a case for call again. Forever Dreaming is the one I'm happy to take on at the mile maybe it won't run at a super strong mile i'm not sure um sessions peak i think that could be the drifter on betfair and that might be the one that gets my money so i reckon if you get a second up run which is the only time i backed at this prep if you look at that as well he was you know they got like the the white on there mm. is that just like a muck lather of sweat he was just is that what on that the, is across the breastplate yeah there. yeah yeah Okay, because yep. if you look at all of his other runs, his prep, which I, I thought you'd enjoy this one, Crip, because this is even this is a new one for me. He hasn't had that, so I think he was. I don't think he was a happy horse that day because he was all very sweaty. And I know if I'm very sweaty, I'm not a very happy Terry. So um, sessions peak up for the mile off seven days somewhere near the one one. Uh, if that gets out to seven eight nine dollars, it might get me, and I'll uh, I'll probably save on call again just because. How many runners has Webster's got in this race? We've got four runners. Yeah, four, why not as well? Four of the nine. Not impossible yeah. to run one, two, three, four either. Yeah, I was, if anything, like I thought this race was a complete pass, but if anything, I was just going to monitor Divine Quest price. Doesn't win very often, didn't mind its run the other day. Coiled up, Brad Parnham on one crack at him. Might, might that isn't have, a bad price, yeah. actually. I didn't really even consider that. I was 12, yeah. Crip, actually, got a model? Divine Quest. No, it's exa- so. the four horses that you called out were the exact same as my marketing order. I actually admittedly did this race this morning, had a bit of form fatigue last night we mm. yeah. the fields have been small recently and not as many races to do and all of a sudden had to do nine races with big fields so um yeah by the time i got to this race it was almost putting the two hard basket pretty quickly but it yeah, might have five dollars a field no interest in betting perfect race three is the furphy handicap graduation one metro win over the 1200 another smallish field here with the nine runners uh had some interesting well significant market move uh, since uh, brad bet put out his uh his prices at 6 p.m last night and the big firmer is legacy of tara uh first up eye catcher behind um he's gold and top of the pops second up cjp goes on replacing Taj Dyson and looks like Legacy of Tara and the resuming Brave Venture, smart horse from the Brad Graham yard. They look to dominate betting at the moment. Yeah, I think Brad just had his market a bit tight. So I think he had like Sweet Tea, oh, I don't like six, seven dollars, supportive six, seven misfields yep. in the fours. Um, yeah, I just think his market was a bit tight, which meant the favourites um, and the favourite in particular, Legacy of Tara. Was it what price you got? Five bucks? 
Yeah. Who's that? Legacy yeah, Game 5, yeah. yeah. So I just think that was just, that's the reason it was sort of pushed out. I think everyone else this morning went up mid threes yeah, or so. Five, yeah. So there's probably only been one fluck this morning and yeah. Look, she's, she's the way I want to go. I, I For a horse who's won in her manner, which is breezing, sitting deep and kicking clear to then sort of not be on speed first up and run a quicker last two than Thomas Magnum and top of the pops, that suggests like proper... Proper good horse. So um, I like Clint going on. And if Clint can find a spot, I'm hoping that protected action and Michelada go quick and it creates a vacuum and can find a spot either in fourth one-off or in sixth one-off. Um, yeah, I think the three-and-a-half-kilo swing on Brave Venture, if it does follow it into the race, which mm -hmm. would be worst-case scenario, um, I think it might be enough to hold it out. So I'm, I'm actually $2.90 Legacy Atara, but I think I'll be holding for the rest of the bet. I think we can maybe see better late. Brave Venture's a horse they like to back crypt. Yeah, this is one I was actually planning on touching on this at the top of the show where hunting's got harder than what it was two years ago because there's just another – you used to just have to do your form, find the right horse that was suited and then get a price bet and then to win, which is hard enough. But now you have to not only beat the corporates, but you've got to beat the tabs or the snipers. Mm -hmm. And this one for me – so it went to bed last night. I think it was $4.60 on Brad Bet, which – that can't really get on. So I just wait, hoping that everyone's going to follow. And look, Green Tab actually did go up 420, which would have still been a bet for me. Uh, within the space of seconds, it's into low threes. And last night went to bed thinking, and I'm not super keen, so it's not the end of the world, but thinking this is probably going to be my best of the day. And now I'm probably not going to have a cent on early. So you used to know my rule, didn't you? How I used to grab the Bet365 prices. Because Bet365, no matter how wild a price they go up, they don't move because they cut you off hard. There's no, <laughs> There's you no can't get on. There's no, like the other companies, what they do is they'll bet you to win 500, 1,000, 2,000, whatever they may do. And they use you then, they use those accounts then as a marker account, which is it's probably a good way of doing business in all fairness, or just don't go up that early, I guess would be the other way of doing business. But with 365, I used to write them all down and go, oh, hopefully, you know, they go up the same. And then if they, because they often didn't, they'd go up 20 and then the next company would go up 10s. And I'd be like, oh, but I still marked at sevens and the 10s are a good price or whatever. So, so you don't even check 365 anymore? I still, no, I still do it, but I very much with a grain of salt. Very much with yeah, a grain yeah. of salt. Um, yeah, but uh, I, I agree 100%. It's a, it's a different game these but days. I, remember I reckon to make 10 years ago, 14, 12 years ago maybe, I just taking prices and stuff like – like, because I was working, I had a full-time job at the time. I, I wouldn't even worry about waiting till odds come up. I just check them when I got a chance at work or like when I had a break. Or And I also think the people doing the markets were a lot shitter as well. <laughs> like, it was, uh, there was a lot of what I said to you the other day or a while ago is there's not as many freebies as we used to get. Like, I reckon the, the, the amount of times we back things at $4 at the start of eighty like 10 years ago is incredible. No now, yet, now it would yeah. be twice a year that we get one like oh, I remember that, you know, so. three years ago, I remember we nearly came to fisticuffs over a price moving from <laughs> three oh, enchantment. Yeah, to last. You, and BJ, do you remember <laughs> that race? We were down at the pub. I saw it go up and I thought, oh, fuck, I've got a couple of grand in me and cash in, um, in tickets here. There's the rain. And I, uh, so I snuck over to the machine because I knew it was the wrong price and I've just gone whack. And then I've gone whack again at the next While you're betting on your own tab While account. I bet on my own, my own account and the threes is into two bucks pretty quickly and, and crit was properly upset <laughs> next day it comes out starts a dollar it was about 340 and terry moved it into 260 and i was profit seeing red 
And it's, I, I think I ended up taking the 250, 260. Well, it started at dollar Started dollar seventy, and it was one the of the biggest, biggest moral <laughs> beats in the <laughs> history <laughs> of the game. It was just fitting for how the whole thing played. And, uh, yeah, but now, so. like, so what I'm trying to say is that yeah. what I was just, you know, about to fight Terry over, that happens every day now. Like, yeah. those 340s, sometimes if I really like one- I don't even one, get to the tab very well. I actually though. get angry if it goes up too big a price because I know it won't last. You want it to be where people are going, mm, uh, it, is that a bet on it? It depends for me. I think there's some that still are horses people just want to be on. So mm -hmm. say Legacy of Tara is one. I don't think it's as strongly one of those, but do you know how there's just that horse that everyone wants to be on? No matter what it goes up, people will take the opening flock. You might have a 220 and you're hoping for 260, 280, whatever. Goes up a dollar ninety because the market makers really like it and want to keep it safe. Someone will still take it. Someone wants to be on. Like if I they have the mindset, I think with a lot of punters, if I don't get on early, I'm never getting on. Mm. Like that's my only yeah. chance. But yeah, we do we'll have um, the chance. That little bird told me is a good example. That gets walloped early every yeah. start and then just drifts up the wind. I'm late. trying to justify its drift. I think it's because often smaller trainers with lower strike rates and whatnot, that can sort of be part of that drift. But I also see smaller trainers getting walloped. The, the well. so I was the, trying to justify why that drift because that that got me yesterday. The, when it got involved, that the derby was interesting last back. last week. Woke up. Last Saturday morning, I think Awesome John was two fifty, two sixty, or something like that. I think um, Betfair SP Awesome John three ninety six. So, yeah, that was a, yeah, it was two fifteen. Uh, she's fit two uh, three ninety six. Awesome John. I only so missed one. Got crunched. Awesome John. Yeah, yeah. So same as that. Got yeah. crunched early and then just easy really late. Mm -hmm. And people just want to be on. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I, I just assumed that it was going to stay two fifty, two sixty, two seventy top the whole time, but in late just. I think I left it out of my quarter because it was 250. Yeah. And yeah. Mm -hmm. if I did That'd it a right. minute before the race, I probably would have left Cheese fit out. I was just, just didn't want to have. Yep. I don't even know why I left it out. I, I know exactly the same. <laughs> exactly the same. As soon as you went back, I said, yeah. yeah. It's all over. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so this race here, the Furphy handicap, we've just been speaking about Legacy, Legacy Atara and the, the, uh, off a tangent. the, the market moves. Uh, <laughs> snipers. I really like this. Brave Venture as a prospect. I also don't blame the snipers either. The more I think, I used to be really angry. Now I'm like, well, yeah, you got to do you. Jeez. If I, if I get They don't angry, have a service like you. It's a bit of a, yeah, yeah, I know. I sort of, yeah. Okay. Look, I'm guilty of moving a lot of prices. There's, there's one we'll talk about shortly, which I think of, but I was part of moving um, later on. But uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty wild stuff. It is what it is. Anyway, BJ. Yes. So, um, Brave Venture looks like he's uh, got a bit of quality about him. Two from two last prep and uh, had a break and trolled up nicely at Lark Hill on the 3rd of April. Ponif on board, goes back, tries to go around and zap him late, Guru. Yeah, I think so. We'll, look, yep. we'll try and follow Legacy to some degree. Has yep. some gate speed, but uh, loved the trial, the Brave mm. Venture. So, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if it uh, comes in. Legacy Atara, I, I want my 350, yep. I feel, just to have a, a bit of note, just because I feel there is that little bit of trust she lacks. She's failed miserably on a couple of occasions, but uh, that first that run, that was enough for me to have something on, bikinish. Okay. Um, I, I like Brave Venture to get the job done there, but uh, can't be exactly, right every time. Can see exactly where you guys are coming from. That uh, run was too good to ignore. First up from Legacy of Tower. Race four is the Amelia Park Lamb Handicap 72 plus over the 1800 meters. It's nice that true attraction is actually in this race, so we get a true scale of 72 plus because these have been scaled up 
significantly. Well, it would have been a 62 plus, 64 plus, the highest because there's a 74 Raider, so a kilo over the minimum. I was looking at that. It's... Yeah, it's fascinating, isn't it? It's very interesting placement with Flair and the wind. It was scratched a couple of times from right now. If it wins this, it'll get 10 points. Like it's very – and it's down in trip after looking like it really wanted another go at the trip. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeez, very was- odd placement <laughs> Flair. should have won the other day. Right. That was always going to be the case from Barrier 2 with a heap of speed. On it, just though, got, but it? it just got put through the running rail going yeah. out the straight the first time, just very costly. But anyway yeah. – um, yeah, interesting. You're right because Flair in the Wind was actually in the race that was won by Export Man last Saturday, and it was in a race and it was on, a, on the Friday with the 60 kilos. Yeah, it was won by here for checks. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, mile race. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, and True Attraction's not with Hayden either. It's gone. You know what they paid for True Attraction? I'm pretty sure 100, 150. No. Yeah, pretty sure they paid dollars for. No, not I think that so. much. Surely, I could be wrong. But yeah. Um, I haven't been before. Aaron Pateman has has got hold of True Attraction, so mm. he'll be no doubt. Um, man, I don't know. I don't know what he can do with a 86, nah. 86 Raider. They're dropping shit points hard. So. Seems a bit high for a Northwest type, but maybe <sighs> maybe Broom Cup. I don't know. A dirt horse. Poor yeah. old True Attraction. That's harsh. Yeah. Um, no, yeah well, that's the thing I found. That's, that's where Aaron Aaron will be heading. So the thing I found with this market, there was plenty. I'm happy just to put a line through. We rippers absolutely none from that gate. I don't know how it's single figures. Blackwater Bay's trial looked like it wanted to go to the southwest again. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's 12 bucks. Um, Flower in the wind. I'm happy risking from that gate in a race with no speed. And Piccola Signora gets negative weight swings on all of these and can't usually utilize the gate either. So quite a few that are sort of around that $10 mark. Um, I'm pretty happy to rule a line through. You got any strong thoughts here? <laughs> yeah, well – I don't love the feeling of this race, but my market's telling me that I have to be on Cisco Joe and Classic Road. Mm-hmm. They're, they're both above my price at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's a little bit boring, but thought um, it's probably especially Cisco Joe. That's the one I'd say I'll be making the result. But that weapon sun form's obviously really good. And then don't know what happened last start. Didn't seem to get out of the gates that well. Had to be ridden, um, then had to take off early when I think it was awesome chatter. wasn't really going anywhere. But um, he hit the line pretty good, so less speed in this. Barry won. She'll get a soft run. Drops three and a half kilos too, I think. So, And I just think, you know, there, there is a good chance or a chance that, you know, slowly run race Barry one can sort of be a coffin sometimes. But if Carberry can get the split at the right time, then that was the – Horse I had as my market elect, and then yeah, classic rogue, almost identical run to Cisco Joe last start. So they were the only two I had in um, single figures. Oh, sorry, I was actually I was a bit uh, not paying attention before. Not sure what other horses you talked about, but <laughs> the one I, I basically, I basically just said about five. Did you say what did you say about said no one ever? Uh, no, I, I give it a hope. The thing, the big thing in said no one's ever favour is a. I hate the horse more than anything in the entire world. We'll get to that in a second. And B, <laughs> it probably they should be taking the bull by the horns and leading yeah. here. Um, and it's a it's a better horse on a wet track. So, um, yeah, for, from a big unit like that out in front, no weight. It's I mean that's in a, in a race without speed. That's straight away your, your some chance. And yeah. for the two you like, who I've probably got pretty thing. yeah. For the two I've got, they're pretty strong in my market. I think it leading and giving a kick is what exactly what you want if you're on horses in one and two. You yeah. don't want you know a hundred dollar pop to be. Floating along in front. Yeah, I've got, got an I've got Sydney, no one ever leading. Maybe we Ripper coming across and sitting outside it. 
The only yeah. thing I wanted to make note with uh, said no one said ever, no one ever. Yeah. Early though. It takes a while to muster. But I just don't think there's going to be anything really wanting to lead, so he might just get there by yep. Go Bella could potentially roll the dice to a degree. So I know there's been a bit of racing that's happened since late Jan, but Classic Rogan said no one ever clashed in Albany. Um, Classic Rogue went around 290 and beat said no one ever by over six lengths, which went around 11 bucks. Obviously, Pike is replacing different, different Cassie Martini, but campaign. yeah, different horse. Yeah, said no one ever was absolutely battling early doors in Albany. Hits some form. Yeah, it, well, was it coming off a long break? So I'll, I'll tell you. A, I'll tell you a story actually, Peter. Um, three starts ago, I told you both this story already. Three starts ago, I absolutely Let's declared hear it again on a wet track. <laughs> absolutely declared it. Waited for MBL's crip, and you know what? By the morning, it had drifted. <laughs> it had drifted. I think it opened fifteens. By the time I could get at nine am, it was close to twenty bucks. I opened, I literally had 20 betting accounts. My Zed bets me everywhere that's full of wankers. Anyway, I, I just went bang, <laughs> got on. And then later that afternoon with a few of them, I went back and went, went again. Anyway, I jumped about $6 on Betfair, settled last, never really in the race. Comes out, wins its next two. Since find out it may not have been 100% that day, which I didn't find out till it won its next two. So that's just a hard luck story, BJ. Mm, that's my story, yeah. Mm, yeah, it is actually, yeah. Yeah, very unlucky punting. So yeah, deserved to win and still Hoping they pay me out one day, but I just I just hope it doesn't win for the sake that sake of me not being on again. I'm definitely not going to be on on Saturday. So. Who we be on, BJ? I like the two. Yeah, you, okay. I think they're the only two for me. Rogue and um, Cisco Joe. I think I think Cisco Joe got blown up its previous attempt at 1800 with the the speed in the race. It's not going to. I don't. I don't. You're a bit worried with that 1800 that Birdie Eagle kick back final twenty. I think that was that he was, lost his whip in the straight too, which doesn't help. Ooh. Did he find it? <laughs> he did later reclaim it. But when you drop your whip halfway down the straight, I mean, is that surely that's the reason the horse might not hit the line as good as what it would have? Yeah, no. But that's, I, that's I, I just don't think it's going to encounter the same pressure um, from a like early middle stages that it would with a um, uh, think Birdie Eagle let up and um, this won't be a true right weapon. Now. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. that that day that was a quite a fast race. So he just he just blew out late. Um, but yeah, I think they had the two comfortably. Um, just touching on what you said, Terry, about the Pickler Senora and Flower, Flower on the Wind both being 66s in a true 72 plus. Just keep an eye on the noms for next Wednesday, Thursday. I don't even know nah, what, what races are on. I reckon no. they might come out. Yeah, do you know how often out. he runs horses 10 points out of their division? Like these type of horses, down forces, it's a consistent um, theme. So maybe, maybe the deductions yeah. won't be huge at 10 bucks. So yeah, anyway, just something to keep an eye on anyway. Yeah. Um, all right, so uh, Terry, last word on race four. And I'm I'm with Go Bella. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I think the slower run race and up to the eighteen hundred. If you look at its last two hundred under no riding, it was the same as Cisco Joe, mm. the exact same split. Who was um under reasonable? Well, it was under real sufferance. So I, I reckon up to the eighteen hundred in a slowly run race. We were start early. The, the horses. Hey. One start early the other day. I was yeah. yeah. I think I was one start early the other day. I I'm not super confident here, but I know I'm going to say it's nine dollars now. I'll, I'll probably say longer by jump. I'd suspect or something very close to. Um, and the horse has been laying in a little bit. It hasn't been in the stewards report that much. So I really like Lucy going on with the left-hand whip mm -hmm. as well. I just think a slower run race, if she can present even pre-turn and put it into the race, um, I think that might actually suit it. She just needs to find some cover from seven and um, I'll be following up and saving Classic Rogue. It's my, probably my plan. Yeah, Rogue was the, Classic Rogue was the way I was I was leaning. Um, but yeah, yeah, I was on. I actually followed you in with Go Bella last start. But I know what you mean. It was a... Sort of, she ran in a bit, bit of a patchy, patchy type run where she was under pressure, then got going again late with that run on the belt. 
slower, more reasonable tempo. Yeah, could be. There's no mountain ash in this. No mountain ash. Yep. Okay. Very good. All right. This is the time of show where we take a break and come back with the Mundaring Hotel WA Racing Mastermind. But not today. We've uh, pushed Chris Parnham back in his quest for a third straight victory till next Thursday. Um, we're off to a Quokka launch party, so we've got to keep charging through the preview. But don't forget that uh, the Mastermind is usually brought to you by the Bundaring Hotel, uh, Heart of the Hills since 1899, um, Jacoby Street, Mundaring, Ian Butchie O'Connor, one of the great guys of the racing game. He's up there. Let him know that you listen to the 1-1. One, one. Drop in and see him over the weekend and uh, say good day to Butchie up there at the Mundaring. So, guys, we'll take a quick break and we'll be back with the rest of the preview. We're back. Terry Layton, Daniel Cripps, BJ Ryan for the episode 163 of the 1-1. One, one. And it's race five, the Amelia Park Beef Handicap over the 1,000 metres. This is another true 72-plus. Snowdome looking for two wins in a week after uh, leading and saluting over this track and distance last Saturday. Um, yeah, but there's some there's some interesting inclusions in this race. Beads is coming out of the Roma Cup. Thomas Magnum finished, um, I think he finished fourth, didn't he, in that same race we were just talking about that included Legacy of Tara and Top of the Pops. State of Power resuming, Pixie Chicks resuming, and Man Crush is coming back to the 1,000 metres. Terry, you want to take the, take the lead here? Yeah, I do. Um... <laughs> Uh, yeah, this is – I just said to you before, BJ, I reckon this is the best place bet, – best bet I've placed in the last 12 months, mm. I reckon. Holy. Yeah. I, um, here we go. I, re- I really, really – I'm excited. I really, really like one here and, um, yeah. I Firstly, let's just – it's not Snowdome, but let's just touch on Snowdome <laughs> for a moment. Mm-hmm. $2.30 for a horse who was gifted the front and Cosmo Girl chased and gets it in a few more strides – is that like I don't know if Snowdome has quite come back. Pete said he wasn't impressed from the yard, which was interesting. Pete Anthony, that's our yard man, um, which is interesting because he's usually a very impressive-looking individual. Snowdome, yeah. So I'm I'm surprised. And Snowdome wasn't quickly away the other day, and he only led because nothing because Invisible String was the horse that took him on. And Invisible String's not super quick. So. It was a fast race, though. Had it right, Cripper. Really good. Yeah. Punting yeah. um, yeah. form ended up being like eight lengths. Yeah, that's what I quicker than benchmark, and yeah. it rated super on GTX. Yeah. Hey, just before you, no, I just thought it was—it was just it was a very fast. This is so in my own notes, I write to myself in my form. I write Snowdome, the only one I could be on. Oh, <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> this is this is it. But uh, I can see where yeah. you're coming from. <laughs> Hang on a minute. I just got. I'm gonna put you in a room or something. Terry's uh, having some canine issues. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I, I anyway, yours is a lot more exciting. So I want to hear it. Let's it, go. It wouldn't surprise me if uh, it, well, Snowdome could definitely win the race. I'm second favourite, but yeah, two dollars twenty is going to be significantly shorter than I'll ever get Snowdome. I'm fascinated to see Man Crush back to the thousand, spin mm-hmm. the knife back to the thousand with the shades on. Um, I think they'll both come out running, and I think they'll both come out running properly. So I, I just have a sneaking suspicion. I think it's a 50-50 chance that Snowdome ends up leaders back here. That's what I reckon. From there, I do not want to be on. Even out in front, I'm, I'm querying it. Like if it beats me at two dollars thirty, I couldn't, I couldn't care less. So, but um, one, I'm just looking at the, the sorry to interrupt, Terry. I'm just looking at the daily sectionals. You're right. The first section was one point four lengths um, slower than 
benchmark. So, so you're, you're actually you're cosmopolitan and, and, girls are moral earlier in the day if, if Snow Dome's 220 here. But you know what I mean? Like that, you're right. The, the lead didn't have to burn early to, to lead it, which is a very fast last 800, pretty much. So, yeah. Well, yeah. that's. It's only over a thousand meters. Yeah, we should be able to do that. Yep. Anyway, I reckon there's more pressure here. Yeah, that's um, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I don't know why I'm looking now. Actually, um, anyway, I, uh, I am pretty confident. Maybe it's from listening to your mate a bit too much, BJ. <laughs> uh, but I am fairly confident that beads, um, even on a place-heavy basis here, is is one of the better bets you'll place. I reckon. I'm, I'm. I'm I think if you look back through his last five runs, he was held up the entirety, five starts ago, um, behind premium choice with Sean McGrady on. Forget he went around with Taj on. He then went down the unsuitable straight, got the chocolates um, away from the outside rail as well. The next two runs are the ones that got me. In the Rock Magic, he was snagged um, with Joey as a party on from an outside gate, a race dominated on speed. If you watch the head on there, excellent dream was actually laying out into his path a little bit and he never really got to wind up. You watch the final 50, I think he hit the line far better than Go Forward, who ran the quickest splits of, of the, the race. Yeah. So of the day, there yeah. you go. So I thought the run was just phenomenal. Um, go to his Roma Cup, Alan Kennedy has just given him a shocker. Like he, he looks like a fish out of water, almost in a big race there. He's jumped well, been in a nice spot, looked around and said, here you go, Amelia's Jewel, have my spot. Looking at that again, Alan Kennedy could have impacted the Roman yeah. Cup by holding that spot. And But the thing is, I think it was going well enough not to be a roadblock on Amelia's Jewel, but Alan Kennedy was just, he just looked out of his depth I, in that I, yeah, race. It was, it was just a really... It was a it was an unconfident or scaredish ride in traffic. I, I it just didn't. I think, I think the horse is a little bit spooky in in traffic, and he's a, he's got a. Oh, very, but he's looking around. He's, I know. There was no uh, intent. Look, he he wanted. He would. He wanted. He just wanted to get all, back. All, all, I, all I'll say is that I think it's the first time Alan has ridden the horse. Is it weird horse? You'll get weird, the offer many weird horse to ride. But yeah, I'm with you. I, I thought I, I I'm surprised that we jumped so that beads jumped so well, and he ended up turning for home in the position he did. Was exactly. Wild, yeah. I thought. Look, there's nothing in the stewards report, and I still thought it was a tremendous 13th or 15th. Yeah. You could just tell how happy and how well he was going. And for Steve to put him in that race against Red Cam Man, who's come out and run second, like he'd be comparing the pair, and he wouldn't be, I think, pretty weak. He was saying he'll think it'll run top five, which we all laughed at and we were probably <laughs> accurate in laughing at. But I think it's an indication that its work's probably not that far off a very good horse like Red Cam Man or type thing. So look, Sean McGrady goes back on it. There's a gate. There's three quick horses in this. I'm happy to take on the leader. It's it's clearly the one for me. I've marked it favourite and that was it was an easy favourite. I've marked it probably a bit shorter than I should tell us. Great. Tell us what you marked That's it. Great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm $2.80. Beads. Yeah. I'm too, I, I did say I probably should be more like five dollars. <laughs> um and my notes suggest that if you get any chance because I respect a couple of these could be good. <laughs> Snowdome could be good. The place price here is anything for yeah. me. This is yeah. the cockahoot type shit. Two dollars fifty plus. I think you, I think there's some still two seventy two eighty. Probably even longer late. Um, as I said, I've had a bet this morning and probably moved it myself. So um, I would suggest uh, that a place heavy bet beads here is um, yeah a bet on. Quite excited about. Yeah, looks like it should land near the one one. Plenty of those happy taking on. State of Powers had two trials. Usually, then he has one. Um, Savage one back at a thousand. Not for me. Spin the knife. How? Not possible. Man Crush was good last start. Finds a breeze can run you a race. But again, it's back to a thousand. That's just a query at this stage of its prep. Thomas Magnum's going to be back near last. We'll look to take in on Pixie Chicks without. Pontifon, I'll happily take it on, seeing as it only just got over Ginger Baker in a trial, and that means we want to have something that goes two walks. 
as well. You know, it's only go in 72 plus company, goes two walks, should have won the race over Riverboa, Rock and Ori, mm. Mood Swings, which held up the entirety with Lactaron. So handles this grade, was huge first up, got chopped out at the top of the straight, came again, ran a good, really good last two, goes from 60 down to 54 yeah, kilos. Nice weight drop. Yeah. It will lose because this is a very difficult and ride. Because beads, beads will win. Because beads will win. Yeah. No, if, if it gets the back of beads and follows <laughs> into the race, it, it could get beads. Right. But the thing is, this is a very difficult ride for a horse who doesn't jump. I can see this just being a hard luck story and a, and a horse to follow going forward but if cash gives it a 10 this will be 15 to 1 mm -hmm. um it can get the chockies so um yeah beads plays heavy and goes two walks main main betting race of the day haven't been right in a main betting race today for so long <laughs> <laughs> that was i'm a, already i'm already feeling defeated i was about to say before we started this race bj you're probably right about a bit of lack of enthusiasm with the undercar because yeah. i felt like we'd got to race five and Hadn't really got out of first gear, yeah. yeah but yeah. straight to four, great, straight to great <laughs> podcast content. If nothing else, Terry, I yeah. like it. Um, probably won't be on beads with you. Mm, um, yeah. I like, just doesn't like winning. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you need, yeah. So hey, what, any, what, what was what was the statement? Just, what was the statement? What was the quote? This is my best bet in the last twelve months. There we go. That's you it. should have used best betting Pretty proposition. No, nah. <laughs> I don't want to steal your material. That's, just in case you've got something like, I don't want to steal your material. So, uh, BJ, oh, you got to yeah, yeah, use it in the promo. Yeah, yeah that's that good stuff. I um, yeah. The thing for me, just having a look with beads, like <laughs> if you like beads, then you don't like pixie chicks when like they clashed. When was that railway stakes day? It was a photo finish between yeah, them. Beads did sit together. deep, but yep. you wanted to be there with the rail, the way the rail was that day, and. There's a three kilo swing, so career best, stable in career best. Yeah, um, speed the right map. map, and it's right in the stage of its prep. I want it to be with how it's going compared to Pixie Chicks first up. Joelion's going to be behind it, so yep. yeah, nah, fair enough. Um, yep, for me it was like you said. So I had Mark Snowdome two thirty. Um, what its best figures? Nothing else can run to if it does run up to its peak performance. But for me, so it went up 250, 260 this morning and straight away crunched into 225. And I'm not that I was really considering taking the 250, but I'm glad that there is just no option there now to bet it because, like you said, I reckon if Snowdome gets crossed, it's a genuine mm. 8, 10, 12, so, so whatever who, you who, want. Who can cross it, do you think, Krimmer? Who's fast enough? I'm not sure. It's more if Snowdome misses it yeah. and then Chris is happy taking a sit. Gotcha. Um, bang on. Yeah. The other two are quick, but. If Snowdome had its best early, we will hold the front. But Snowdome has shown an inability to jump a little bit. Yeah, yep. some, yeah some days he just doesn't doesn't yeah. have it early. Yeah. Yeah, and it's yeah. like and Chris is also a jockey that's happy to take a sit if his horse doesn't jump as well as mm -hmm. what he'd hoped. He's um probably one of the more reserved jockeys out of the gate. So if Snowdome leads, I think it wins. Your type of hoop. <laughs> if it doesn't, um, then yeah, this is anyone's race. Because I had the market outside of Snowdome, I had him oh, like a length between second and and second last in my, in my market ranking. I'm actually excited. I'm yeah. actually excited. For the sake of a second tier, I had Thomas Magnum second. Don't think it gets to 1,200, so back to 1,000 is a positive, but Barry 8, not one for me. Do you think purely the fact that we'll be together watching this race in the same small confined space that just for your sake of your sanity? I'll be on beats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I'm, I'm – Leaning Terry's way, actually. I had Snowdome more of a three dollar chance. Beads, um, five fifty. Thomas Magnum, um, beads five fifty. Yeah, ah, yeah. There yeah. We go. I wasn't as. I'm not as. Uh, what did you market? Two eighty. <laughs> 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 
could have, could have gotten a bit shorter. <laughs> but yeah, I thought this was the, the, the perfect race for Beads. Um, I agree with everything you said about his all his form and um, every run. There's always something that that sort of impacts his ability to p- produce his best. Um, and I think he's just going to get the right setup if he begins well on Saturday with the speed ahead of him. And look, and it just it feels like a good Sean McGrady ride as well. With Sean back on after Killer Kennedy was uh, the hoop in the uh, Roman Cup, so yeah, I'm with you too. Pretty, it's a great each way. Price. Yeah, pretty yeah. confident. Yeah, I just reckon that price will definitely hold throughout betting as well. Yeah, Even looking at yeah. Beads and Spin the Knife clashed in Feb. Beads did beat at home, but Spin the Knife started shorter and gets a three and a half kilo swing. Like just the SP profiles, bead, they're not going to come for Beads, I don't think. Well, they will be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not talking about that we right or wrong. It's just saying price-wise, I reckon you're going to get double figures throughout. Could be wrong, but oh, doesn't look right. like a money horse. I hope me. you're right. I've got a. Did you still got did you catch the Amelia's dual track work video the other day, mate? I am sick of Amelia's dual track work videos. To be honest, so no, I haven't seen it. No, <laughs> I, I'm convinced that she was working alongside State of Power, and that was the. They were using State of Power as the work buddy there on Tuesday. And um, from my eye, anyway, it looked like State of Power worked enormous. So, um, yeah, for, for what it's worth. Um, yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Eh? <laughs> I for knew what, you like that. For what it's worth. I uh, do like that. Yeah. I wish I had that type of eye. I could just like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, look at that work. <laughs> oh, um, so, anyway, I, I could could be the fuck the bloody wrong horse so who knows but it, it, looked, it looked like it looked like state of power so that's but, why you're um, shooting to the one one yeah, that's exactly right it yeah. might be that awesome might not be i'm, I'm bloody good though <laughs> well, well yeah if it's a two-year-old then look out miller's got another one in his stable but no. uh but yeah beads beads please beads i really beads. Beads. I enjoy that something race. goes two walks as well something okay very good but beads beads, <laughs> beads. make it make the place still a result that's what i'm Race. Take, when I take my 22s late or something, according to Crypto. Best bet of the last 12 months. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. Win, lose, or draw. I'm, Easily. I'm, just, I'm tickled pink with yeah. it. <laughs> Cockahoot. I just don't want it to be unlucky, that's all. Yes. Uh, race six is the VNV Walsh handicap uh, graduation. One retro win over the 1,800 metres, the second of the 1,800 metre races for the day. Wow, this is, um, this is yeah, I, I struggled with this one. Terry, this has got a Terry Layton cup feel to it. Definitely not a Daniel Cripps. Feel. It's definitely <laughs> be the red up. No, nah, I might pick up Bella and chuck her in front of the microphone. I haven't got a clue. I did this and the one and race two last because they were the two that just looked challenging and um, I didn't even do a market. I, I didn't do that. a market either. I said, I don't, I don't know what's going on here. Yeah. Like Tenacious Rewards favourite. Deary May, it's going well, but deary May. Brad was very impressed with its last run. Yeah, I know. I watched it again. It wasn't as unlucky as everyone's saying. We were celebrating uh, Catch These Hands and he was- Tanache Roy should have won. Tanache Roy should have won. He was trying to like dampen our enthusiasm and saying that we- we, You boys can't be happy. (laughs) 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 He was raining on our parade after backing seven seconds during the day. Yeah. 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 I'm going to have something uh, late price, I reckon. I have to. Um, if If he can produce the same horse- from two months ago, Queen of Jerusalem would win this by five. <laughs> it will go around 40 to one, I reckon. Late, so I don't know. Never sober's nearing a win. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I really have no, I have no idea whatsoever. Yeah, like you, Terry, I did, this is why I was actually a touch late getting to 1-1 HQ because this was the last race I had to do this morning. Uh, <laughs> did you stop in any, anyone have a bet or? <laughs> <laughs> and, um, Hang on, what I actually- <laughs> 
Yeah, well, it wasn't <laughs> rushing to. Two blue cards and overlay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I actually had heaps of Muller on top, which probably suggests. I was about to say that. Cash, yeah. Cash out. Yeah. On board. Could should, go straight should to the front. Find, should find the fence. Yeah. Um, obviously. If in doubt, back to later. Yeah. Last start. Uh, well, three runs ago was good when Laird got taken on by Hoist the Colours, went to the breeze and just got um, done late by come a little bit closer who had its back. That's right. Yep. Um, two starts ago was aided by on pace Pinjarra Day, but from the outside draw work to the front and never really looked like any run down. I mean, it won by just under a length, but was a sort of travelled into the bend nicely and kept kicking. And then last start, Went to an Albany Cup, racing out of its grade. 6.50 pop in the Albany Cup too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Money playing for it. very on speed. Gotcha. There was heaps of speed in the race, so it was always set up, for, especially with Boa going on. Did a heap of work to get to the front and look beaten a long way, but you can probably make excuses. So, you know, back to 18. Know, it's definitely going to be fit. It's off eight <laughs> to six days, so it's definitely going to be fit. I reckon Kesha is the right man for the job then, so treat it like a 2,000-metre race and um, – just no, sorry. Tread like a six hundred meter race and just go gun barrel. But yeah, yeah. No, I'm not definitely a tip. No bet. I'm glad this isn't in the quaddy. Um, yeah, my market. It's not even any point me talking about this race. <laughs> 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 I've got nothing. Yeah, I've got absolutely nothing. Through the nothing. career of heaps of Muller. Yeah, I'm self excluding craft now. Yeah, um, we might have might have needed to hide this race a little bit earlier. I think um, rather than a a uh, race six. Prelude into the Karakata play, but yeah, um, I think I'm gonna just gonna have random Betfair bets in this race, and one of them will definitely be Queen of Jerusalem. And um, just look to the heavens above. I yes, think probably the best option here. Yeah, look yeah. for a sign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> definitely no Sochi Schmidt though. You see a blue card on the green. <laughs> oh, that's the one. <laughs> yeah. So somebody walk past with a tiara and go, oh, Queen of Jerusalem. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we yeah. want. Yeah. Maddie, dance to the south. Yeah. 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 If, you see, if you see somebody dancing and then fall <laughs> over, you can go, mm, <laughs> dance to the south. Okay. Yeah. That's the best way to attack that All race, right. I'd suggest. Wheaton's Irrigation and Design. They're the irrigators of choice for the West Australian racing industry. Owner-operator Craig Witten has extensive experience working on racetracks across this great state, especially in his role as irrigation technician on the hallowed turf at Ascot and Belmont Park. Craig and his team also specialise in designing and delivering projects for commercial thoroughbred and standardbred racing properties. Check out Witten's Irrigation and Design on Instagram and Facebook and get in touch with Craig. So whether it's racetrack, residential or commercial, water wisely with Witten's. All right, let's get on with it. Race <laughs> seven. <laughs> more, Come on. more serious business here. Race seven is the Amelia Park Karakata Plate. Our best two-year-old race of the season over the 1,200 metres. The guru knows what it feels like to win a Karakana play. It wasn't that long ago, was it, Terry? When no, it wasn't. Dig deep. Good awesome. Did be, that. We beat all these. Um, and that, Sorry? Dig deep. What price would dig deep be in this Karakana? Dollar 60. <laughs> sure. <laughs> from, the, from the outside gate too. Um, but, yes, we've got uh, a Phillies dominated, anyway, from a market point of view, um, Karakata this year and lived to tell all the rage after her just unbelievable performance to, to get up in the last stride of the Jim Crack stakes last start. Simon A. Miller is um, yeah, on paper is in for a very, very big day and he's always been a force with the two-year-olds. And what's he settling up here? What's he got? Five runners in this year's edition of the Karakata, so five of the 13, and one of them being Live to Tell, the uh, dominant filly. Four. Four? Yep. 
four. So number four, not five. Uh, Wiley Girl, <laughs> a lot of banter, Brave Strike. Yes, there you go. Uh, look, speed's drawn wide, shell bell, and a lot of banter, 11 and 12, which would mean hard run 1,200 metres. Um, if Carberry finds some cover and presents anywhere near the right time, even if he half gets it wrong, this will beat them. And I'm actually happy having a bet if I see two bucks late grip. I'm just going to have a little bet on a very good horse that I think will win the race. It should be about a dollar sixty. So that's it for me. Very simplistically. Live to tell if I get even money, you ripper. You, you ripper. Be, you beauty. You beauty. You beauty. Easy. That That's easy. It. Is That's that all you got to yeah. say? I'm going to have a little bet if I get even money. That I can't back anything else to beat. Mm. It's a. It looks a proper, proper, serious, great, tremendous racehorse. Mm. Yeah. Crip. No, nah, two-year-old's not for me, so. Um, we need yeah. to talk about something. <laughs> <laughs> Having done the market. Um, LK, the likes, LK likes Dublin Red. We'll yeah. run top five, 100 to one. Really? I was like an LK does, call like that. So where, does, so where does Ripcord finish then? Six. Did he say, <laughs> was he on radio this week saying Dublin Reds is as good as Ripcord? Yes. Yes. Nice. I like yeah. that. The trials are good. Like the trials. Yeah. He said they're just as good as Leocardo. He said they're both, <laughs> they're both on par with Leocardo. So. <laughs> um, was, that the horse, was that the horse we launched at um, was, 2J? Yeah. 14s to 280 and uh, Richie Bell thoroughly enjoyed halfway through the race. All the punters have done their money there. <laughs> Beaten 17 lengths with Kira on and I think never was, to be seen again. I think he was screwing up for all our yeah. purist gags. <laughs> Deary me, I was tipping that to anybody that would listen at Did, the, didn't the, that the, go the international on uh, Miles Fitzner's form lounge? Everywhere. <laughs> yeah, and the money kept coming once it got to $3 late. It was like 2 8 It just kept coming. So, Did it run last? It hasn't finished. <laughs> the race was years ago. It hasn't even finished. So, poor bugger. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, so does anyone give uh, – uh, okay, all right. Traffic issues, live to tell. Right, mm-hmm. random traffic issues. Super who, Yeah. Yeah, Super Spink should win the race then, yeah. Looks that way, doesn't it? There's nothing else. You can come out. Wiley Girls' form references don't really add up. Pike's a nice addition. Um, Ripcord can improve. Ripcord's maybe the one. Does, that's a really nice win on debut of a 400-meter trial. So it's the one that could potentially go to another level again. Shell Bell finds the fence and rolls. That's always if you get an on-pays day. Does Ripcord lead? Nah, I don't think so. I think Shell Bell's pretty quick. I think Harvey will go forward, then get cover on speed. Um, yeah, look, I, I yeah, lift to tell I want even money because from barrier nine, there's a chance you do sit deep, no cover, or something mm. does go wrong. So, um, yeah, just simplifying this race, to be honest with you. I don't yeah. want a card. Yeah, she looks like she's a proper machine, lift to tell. You can't beat him, join him. Mm. All right. Quack time. What are you tipping? You're trying to tip Super Smink, aren't you? Um, I think I think Super Smink's got some improvement in, in it the other day, but it will need – Two, um, once again, track work Tuesday morning, worked alongside Star Trade and Top of the Pops and could have smoked them easily. Um, Probably should be going to the- um, Quokka. Quokka then. Yeah, uh, but coming up against the might of like, it's just very hard to wrap your head around how if Smink couldn't beat Live to Tell with the setup the other day, how she's going to beat her in the Karakata. Chris but gave it a 10. It was perfect. Everything went wrong for Liv to tell. Yeah, and it was perfect. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, think, the I, think, I think Super Speak ran the second fastest last two of the race and got beat. So mm. she couldn't have done a lot more. I don't think Carberry was too fast if he didn't win last yeah. start. Like, he just knew that it was all about Karakata and the fact that she still won. It'll be a little bit closer this time and yeah. three-day recover and 
Yes, you do. What the hell? He earned his money on a couple of favourites, yeah, right, from nine and fourteen. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, he's due doesn't to get, um, doesn't get him wrong. No, Starry, really, really, no, he doesn't. Really? No. Yeah, this Kentucky was probably the only one. Yeah, um, was that? Oh, came to bottom. We nah, we went to bottom last the trip. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, she's good. She's real good. And really, the only thing that would be live to tell is uh, dramas. I think in run. No, 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 no dramas. Yeah, <laughs> one out in the quaddy too. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. All right, it's time to get stuck in to race eight, the four million dollar Tab Touch Quaker standard weight for age over the twelve hundred meters. Um, the race has been drawn, redrawn. Everyone has their gates. We're ready to go. And the fave Amelia's Jewel was one of the uh, was one of the losers, I suppose, from the partial redraw. Went from nine to fourteen. She heads the market, but I imagine there's going to be quite a lot of money for Bella Nipotina jumping from gate six. Was massive, has massive been. in defeat uh, at Mooney Valley last uh, when I was in Melbourne for the Cox Plate. The last race of the day was a Manicato Stakes, and Bella Nipotina won by about five lengths. In has she point. worked with State of Power? She galloped at breakfast with the stars on uh, on Tuesday morning. Wasn't asked to do a heat, but uh, looked in tip top condition. The Kieran Ma, David <laughs> Eustace are uh, best in the business. Um, so it's great to have them, the, one of the biggest stables in the land here. It's great to have Godolphin here like once again with Kimintari, a couple of up-and-coming sprinting stars in Uncommon James and Azfura. Um, overpass, Kimintari and Shazer Rose all finished alongside each other in the Everest last year, which is um, which is great to have those representatives here at the at the Quokka. But, uh, yeah, it feels like <clears throat> Amelia's Jewel and Bella Nipotina, the, the, uh, the filly and the mare, they, uh, they have the market corner at the moment. They do. I was just showing Crip. I think he was asking me, what, what are you showing me? This is nothing. Um, the uh, It's good to see on Betfair as well. For We have such a big race that there's liquidity on a Thursday to some degree. Yeah, and, right. Um, we'll probably have probably solid liquidity by race morning. So that's really good. It'd be nice if ever race was like that, wouldn't mm-hmm. it, to be honest with you? But, um, yeah, I've already taken some of the Amelia's jewel price in case uh, the 315 somebody lobbed up on the exchange to see if uh, – who knows? I mean, money just seems to come for her no matter what the setup is, every single start, good, bad, ugly. Um, but look, I, I I think if you look at this race as a winter bottom stakes, right, that's probably the best way to look at it. And who are the last three winners of the winter bottom stakes, BJ? Here's your mastermind question. Uh, Paul Ellie, uh, Graceful Girl, and it was Elite Street. Yeah. Very good. Where did they all settle? Uh, two came from last. I think Leach Street was sort of midfield wide. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what did all those races have in common? Lots of speed, lots speed. of queryable speed, blah, blah, blah. So in this race, we've got Red Cam Man 11 as 4 or 12, Uncommon James 13. All of those, I think, will be looking to be in the first dozen, uh, half dozen, sorry. You've then got Shades of Rose 1, Massimo 3, Overpass 8. Um, they'll all look to kick up and hold their spots and not just let those horses sort of come across so this is going to be a hard run 1200 meters this will be a bunched field i reckon if amelia's jaw drawn one i reckon she'd be a risk from 14 also all good all good shaka <laughs> no issue no issue no, no issue. issue no, no issue. issue no issue carvery should get the back of a horse like as for get central he doesn't even have to worry about holding a closer spot he can probably be last like i think this will be a bunched field if it's not you cooked either way mm. 
But yeah, look, I don't know much about the Eastern States horses. To be did you honest watch, with you, I got to ask you: Did you watch? I watched all of, all of them. I Good. watched all yeah. of the replays. Yeah. Um, Asfura should have beaten Uncommon James last start, you'd think. But Asfura's got the. I'm glad he didn't draw a gate. It's got the jumps jockey coming across. I, I really don't like um, in a big race like this an inexperienced big race rider. He's never ridden a black tie winner, so. Um, from a wide gate, it's going to be hard think, without that yeah. uh, without that experience. Um, but yeah, it's expect expect shades of rose is the horse. From what I'm hearing, will really show some intent to try and kick up and hold the front from one. I can't imagine Massimo wanting to be far off him. Um, it just it just leaves it a bit ugly outside. I think it'll I, be a bunched field. A horse coming down the center. It's a million's jewel. Three bucks. That'll do me. I think Again, I think being. overpass will lead. From what okay. I've seen, yeah, the stable made of shades of rose. Um, the only two horses that have led overpass when they really wanted to go quick were Eduardo and Nature Strip, two of the fastest, basically the two fastest horses in the country. So from eight, unless unless because they're the stable mates, overpass and Shades of Rose. If Shades of Rose can begin well enough from one, but I I, I got a feeling that overpass is going to zip across and cross it. Oh, mate, it's very fast. Can it win? Overpass. Yeah. Um, I was twenty to one overpass. Mm, I didn't bother pricing anything. Yeah. yeah. Just. Basically decided to back Amelia's jewel on map. Yeah. Until it comes down to it. <laughs> yeah, 100% yeah. on map. Well, Uncommon James uh, and Asfura, the two main dangers, have drawn wide. And obviously, Bella Nipatina, um, who, yeah. So, what would be your ideal draw for Amelia's? 14. You'd, if you were the owner <laughs> and you could pick that, like they do in nah, the Cox like Five or six or something, probably. Five, yeah. 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 Depending, all I'll say is if, if Uncommon James as Fura had drawn well, Bella Nipatina is a concern. If they can bounce out being a good spot, fly their ice horse, have a couple of lengths, Amelia's Jewel, then we'll, we'll find out, yeah. I guess, especially yeah. if it's um, a soft six or worse, which I don't know if it will be. Um, but look, I, I just think with how this map has eventuated, they shouldn't be upset with how the end of the draw has occurred. Yes, it doesn't look good on paper going 9 to 14, but because Red Can's been shuffled out, because Uncommon has been shuffled out, because Asfura been shuffled out or it might have already been Yeah, wide. I think Massimo was the one that made the And because player. Massimo's come in, like, you're just, you've, you've got a lot of, yeah. Mm. I just think the map will eventuate that we see a, another setup, 1,200 metres, wait for age, Group one, like we've seen with Palele, Elite Street, and Graceful Girl, that it will suit a horse coming centrally late. And who's that going to be? Bella Nipatina. <laughs> <laughs> Good day. Yeah. Oh, mate, I, I, she's legit group one horse, Bella Nipatina. Um, and if she's on top of her game and has, you know, three lengths on Amelia's Jewel on straightening, which, you know, two or three lengths on straightening, it'll be very, it'll be, it'll be big. It'll be big watch late. Um, so I'm, I'm expecting the Bella Nipatina to, to really firm close to start time as well. Really? What yep. price Amelia's Jewel? I think you see 10 bucks or something. Uh, <laughs> I put Amelia's. I was three fifty Amelia's jewel. Okay, four dollars Ballinipatina. I was three seventy Amelia's jewel, and so she never starts above my price. So yeah, you should. <laughs> I know, I know. Yes, I know you, that feeling. <laughs> she won't. I doubt she would drift too much. I think there's even three dollars around the corporates at the moment. So mm. yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's going to be interesting, but yeah, look, it's a tough race for someone like myself to. Dissect because, well, in all honesty, I actually hadn't even heard of most of these horses before Tuesday. Um, I'm so blinkers on when it comes to WA racing. I don't watch any racing from over east. So, look, I've obviously heard of Bellini Patina, but like Asfura, I've never heard of that horse. And it's one, what, 
It's a proper superstar. I hadn't either. Um, I hadn't either. So anyway, it's funny. It's fun doing the race, but because I'm just, I'll go back and watch a few replays. One thing that um, I thought was worth noting, last two times Uncommon James and Asfura clash, I thought Asfura has been the better run of the two. Um, just goes around a bigger price. Um, but the one for me, so I just really do a market using the data and I'm somewhat comfortable doing that because i reckon oh, i know that the higher quality of the races the more accurate the data is and mm-hmm. the one that's come up the bet for me is actually kemantari yeah yeah um, i was going to ask you about um kemantari from a ratings point of view yeah it's a big price uh yeah look not saying he definitely doesn't have a ratings edge on this field um but his ratings are more than competitive with the main chances and look how many times i'm, I'm not confident by any stretch i've got him marked $12, $13 and he's, mm, you can get 23 yeah. but it's more, wouldn't be a big bet by um, any imagination, but how many times am I going to get the opportunity to back Godolphin and Damien Oliver in a WA race? So <laughs> <laughs> just have something on. Oh, good shout. Mm. Good pick up to get Damien Oliver as well. Obviously, he was a cross-ride Halatorian. So they've, <laughs> they've done very well to pick up Damien for this ride. Yeah, last um, minute. Yeah, last minute. So, yeah. I will say that um, watching the Oakley Plate replay, Uncommon James. I have the the overhead sort of drone blimp view. Uncommon James's gate speed was unbelievable, it was super. and it jumped from the same. It jumped from the same it's, gate, yeah, so they will be happy in the breeze. Basically, crossed the whole field yeah. in a couple of strides. So he's super fast, super yep. fast. Uncommon James. So so if you if you want to be on him, he can. If overpass can cross, he can. I think he can, he's quicker than Red can. He could almost get to the breeze, Uncommon James. The market's me. catching up to the yep. um, barrier draw now. Uncommon yep. James, 380 to 7, Bellany Patana, 750 to 450 type thing. Amelia's Jewel, pretty firm where she was. So, yeah. Fascinating race. I'm, I'm with Crip in regards to the fact that I have no idea about um, half these horses from the east, obviously. So, I'll be having a very small bet. Um, and a big opinion for no real reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll, I'll I'll keep an eye on the market. At the moment, I'm pretty keen on Bella Nipatina, but um, uh, yeah, so I think she's the real quality weight for age group one horse of the visitor the visitor brigade. Um, Uncommon James and Asfira on, on the way up and yet to really prove at the level. Uh, just a quick note for our, for the listeners out there that we do have four emergencies here, Comfort Me, Acromantula, Star Trade and Titan Blinders. So if they are required, um, they're not in order. So even though they're 15, 16, 17, 18, they're not in, a, in an order. So if there is a scratching, which we don't hope happens, but if there is, the connections of the scratch horse will pick from one of those four to fill their slot. So in the Everest last year, Kimintari wasn't in the field until race morning. There was a, there was a scratching and Kimintari was selected to take his place. And that's why he lined up in the Everest. So the same thing could happen in the Quokka. Either Comfort Me, Acro, Star Trade, Titan Blinders can jump into the field if there's a scratching before 8 a.m. on Saturday morning. Very good. All right, so the Quokka Consolation is the next cab off the rank. It's race nine, the Tab Touch Joey. Exactly the same conditions as the Quokka. Wait for age 1,200 metres. 
And uh, Terry's already said that beads is his best bet of the last twelve months. Where does Halatorian sit? This is probably the best. This yeah. is probably the best bet of the day I'd say, <laughs> in theory. But there's a lot more fun <laughs> calling it bees. In all fairness, uh, so this yeah, the constellation obviously set up to for those horses who don't get a slot and then they continue on with their racing preparation rather than being twenty eight days between runs. So it's a good idea to have this race on with the uh, the Northern Sprint. I think it's the f- next link in the chain in two weeks' time or thirteen mm-hmm. days' time. Set so. so Set weights and penalties, and then we move back to Belmont with the Belmont Sprint, the Hyperion, and the Strickland Stakes. So the Joey are must have, and I think it's it's done well to actually attract a 13 horse field, considering the attrition that we've had over the last month or two with these uh, with these type of horses. So um, thoughts on the Joey Cripper? Leads and wins. Um, yeah, not don't have a really good feel about the race. Sort of been a bit of a um, summary of the day. When I the market was obviously already up before I started doing my form, and my initial reaction was far out. Acromantula is short for a, a twelve hundred meter race. I mm-hmm. think yeah, never won past a thousand. But then when I did a bit of a deeper dive, while he is under my quote, I can see why he's favourite. In the end, I marked him and Comfort Me equal favourites at four dollars yesterday. They were Acromantula was three thirty. Comfort Me was four dollars, so no interest. Comfort Me's Got the wobbles a little bit. I can see 450 at the moment. In saying that, I'm yeah, not diving to get on there either. Um, other than that, the market looked quite like mine, had revved up third pick, but I assume they will go forward and sit outside the leader, which um, she should improve. And I had, yeah, Baby Paris. What price you got Baby Paris? $11 yep. from the good draw. I'm not sure if, uh, if she's going as good as what she was last prep, but um, even... I know she didn't have a heap of well, not that a heap of bad luck, but just got back and it was never really in the race last start behind Amelia's jewel. But muster, did she? Like, because he was trying to try. I think Troy wanted to just completely snag. He sort of looked to try and get, but she didn't really go. Yeah. So she probably ends behind Excellent Dream and uh, Mood Swings here, which is probably not position A, is it? No, nah, and even this first start, like she got was a really good ride from Nucky to get the mm-hmm. back of and Red Can. You'd say a thousand to a go too. Like exactly, yeah. I, compared to him anyway, and I was on Red Can Man that day. And <laughs> in the run, I was like, oh no, like Baby Paris has uh, got my back. Got but drop never there, really yeah. uh, made an impact in the straight, did she? So um, yeah, that was sort of four for me. But if I, yeah, for the sake of a tip, I'm going come for me, but not super keen. Yeah. Terry? Oh, Acromantula just leads and wins, I reckon. I'm yep. really, I'm quite confident. Um, I like when, because all these horses faced each other apart from five, and none of the five new ones worry me in the slightest. So you got the same horses, Acromantula beat them all comfortably at 1,100 metres, and it had a pretty tough run as well. Michael Poy, it's funny, Benny Pierce said to us pre-race, watch this with um, Acromantula. Do you know how Michael Poy stayed out centrally? Cut he reckons corner. he found a... Uh, a good lane for the first a couple hundred metres or something of that nature, and that's why he stayed out there. He thought it was good going, and then he came to the fence. Yeah. So, yeah, good ingenuity, and maybe maybe it saved him a length or two. But, um, yeah, from here, you'd suspect Chris Parnham, who was on him that day that we were all on. Uh, yeah, Red Can Man, unfortunately. Um, goes to the top, leads them up, rev it up, does a bit of work to come across and sit in the breeze, and Pike's the man you actually want on a breeze horse mm-hmm. because he won't be stupid with you, you know, like he'll actually just run the race so you can both win in the straight. Like Luke Campbell. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like Luke Campbell, exactly right. Uh, and then you've got excellent dream mood swings. as a pretty likely leaders back and, and one one horse, Caracapo leading up the three wide line. I just think that Acromantula can shake them off. I thought his runs at 1,200 this prep have been super. I've just been luckless. Um, Has he led at 1,200? 
And okay. no, he hasn't. That, that's the thing. I, again, I'm. I want my three dollars to have a bet here. Mm. Um, but yeah, for me, he beat them all comfortably. Comfort me is going to be. In a, I don't know where it's going to be mm. exactly in the run. Like I'm. I'm not 100 convinced that comfort me is. It's a. It seems its strength seems to be minimum in a in a sixteen hundred meter race. You know. Yeah. yeah I, probably fourteen hundred plus is definitely its yeah. go. So while Acromantula's stretched at twelve hundred, Comfort Me is just getting warm. It's just that happy medium almost for the two. And they're yep. going to clash. Exactly right. But yeah, I'm the same. Rev it up, Baby Paris. The only other two you consider. Baby Paris on eight, so it's ten slightly above my price, I guess. But um, look, if you just look at the next few like Express Time sixteen, Dom to shoot sixteen, like they're none, are they? Like they're very hard to have. It's a very it falls off a cliff after the first five after Halatorian, I'd suggest. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I'm gonna back the horse I know will be out in front. We'll have some nice roadblocks and um yeah, I'm hoping. Chrissy Parnham. I like Chrissy going back in the saddle after his good win in the Rock Magic too. That's that's the one for me. I know people will query the twelve hundred, but I just think he's racing super. Yeah, he's in career best, isn't he? Just not going to overcomplicate. Yeah. I thought Acro and Cover Me were a little bit unders for me, so I'm going to back both the three year olds, Rev it up, and Baby Paris. I think Baby Paris can improve, really respect the stable. They would have got to work on her. The Roma Cup run was just been it like there were so many horses that run suited in that particular race i'm expecting a spike from her um so i'm going to focus my attention on the two three-year-olds with 54 and a half the two fillies uh rev it up in baby paris very good yeah halatorian price group halatorian 31 okay i was 20, i think I was uh, 20, 20 to 1. He's yeah He's had enough, hasn't he? <laughs> he's too. Nah, nah, but Damien's Damien is well flying across this race. He owes us one after he cooked it last time. Damien, oh, yeah. because Damien owes you one, Halatorian is going to be his A game. We'll, we'll look for a bit of cover. Is, you might find this time as well. Did you guys pay his uh, airfare over? Or what? Oh, the sling. I think it's 120 <laughs> grand to win the race. The sling's 140. <laughs> so I actually lose 20 grand. If we lose money if we win the race. That was the contract. <laughs> <Yeah. over. laughs> But I, I reckon stranger things have happened. I'm not riding. I'm not riding him off. Going in the quaddy with some cover. Hundred percent going in the quaddy. Two out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we've got through that preview nice and quick. What uh, what time is it now, Terence? Eleven uh, nineteen. EJ. What, what? <laughs> Grouper? Uh, it's to get out of steak time. S T E A K S. Sam White rule, first in best dress. Let's go. <laughs> we bang. Yeah. And we've got uh, we, we know got, the we drill. Got a, we got a three time winner as well, don't we? Yep. Soon to be four. Soon to be four. It's getting harder, I reckon. Mm. It's like punching on WA. <laughs> yeah. The buddy get out steak snipers, man. I tell you what, you've got to watch yeah. them. <laughs> You gotta probably you gotta A and get one at double figures and you gotta be within a bee's dick. Yeah. You used to be able to just have to find the favourite in the last and you'd be having <laughs> eaten meat for the week. Just quickly, don't forget Market City Meat's largest retail butcher shop in Perth, Canavale Markets, Bannister Road, Timmy Hewitt, great man, runs the show. You get a red carpet treatment every time you go to Market City Meats. Uh race nine, oh sorry, race ten rather, of the card is the Crown Perth handicap, rating sixty-six plus over the fourteen hundred meters. Top of the pops, third up rises to the 1,400 metres. We'll be in the market as always. First up, advanced, interesting runner, previously with Michael Grantham having its first start with a new camp, Hayden Ballantyne. Been sold, looks like. Yeah. I wonder what that's sold for. Mm. Very interesting. And not secret, Eyecatcher first up, uh, um, stepping out for Steve Wolf and starring Knight on the quick backup after being a bit stiff. Uh, when held up in the straight last Saturday. Prior to that, had won three on the bounce. Not a bad little race to finish Cocker Cat today. How much has he sold that for, I reckon? Because he's got so many slow ones at the moment. This actually has reasonable Ability, upside. Yeah. 
Like Bob's a businessman. He's got to. This has got to have gone for six figures. I reckon. Has to have. It's not worth selling. And it's only that, four as well. So, mm. um, I like the trial. Your trial was good. Trials, yeah. Tracking. Don't show this off, Jared. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Trial was good. Serious um, trial. Just be last. That's the problem. Yeah. It's interesting because the owners are still Peter's Investments, but the colour nah, of the Haydens, they're, they're not. No, nah, they're not. They've changed now. They yep. have changed? Yeah, they right. changed late. I Just double yeah. check. Yeah, because I won't be right. Yeah. <laughs> No, you just double checked. Oh, no, I think shit. I did say. Oh, no, I thought you said yeah. I'm double checking. No. Balance yeah, did say. No, owners, Ballantyne, Pierce, Artemis, Demarzi. I don't need to read them all. Uh, Crip, what are we thinking? Good betting race. Yeah, I Lots mean, look, I had top of the pops on top, but so first up, I played around him and um, didn't get the. I can't remember what I did, but yeah, you know, didn't. I back took him on and um, he was poor despite. Probably not getting every chance. Did fall into him last start, and I thought he had his chance, didn't he? Um, it was a good run, but yeah, it's hard to run into a rampaging. He's gone. Yeah, exactly. Uh, run, run, ten. That's uh, fine. Yeah, I mean, Blinkers obviously did the trick for his gold, but it's just hard to. What price is he? Three ten. Yeah, well, well under my price, despite having him on top. I had him four dollar favorite. Me too. I've actually got all the horses in the market longer than what they currently are which means there's got to be some roughies which i have shorter than what their current price is but the ones that i have like um yeah don't really want to be on like horses like heart of cure like might be my maddie but um Dripped it on top you got on top too yeah, channel. there 100%. we go it's the best uh, horse in the race yeah just at 238 days what Watch its runs last campaign behind Billy Ray, the Velvet Queen. It's four thousand deep. The trip. Well, Richie no, Bell the best horse no, the thinks it's far lap. So it is <laughs> far lap, man. It is far lap. It's best horse. That was great. Um, yeah, horses like that. Even and this is again just purely using the data. But Sneaky Fox has been rating really well down in the southwest. I don't know if you guys can shed any more light onto its chances. It's flying. Roy was going to book. He said, "I'm going to back it up off six days and put Ollie on. It's going to win uh, last Sunday, which it did. Tick." Um, beat Coley, who's going really well, and then I'm going to put um, Ollie on. But I just can't see how it breezes and wins. And mm. breezes is the best spot it could possibly be. And that Coley form is you can link it up to Metropolitan form yep. with horses like River Rubicon and stuff. So yeah, yeah um, absolutely. But yeah, so I mean, like I had not secret my second selection at, but at nine bucks. So yeah, my market's mm, really way. funny. I need, might need to do a bit of rework on it. Yeah, yeah. Missing Terry. Market's uh, not secret. Rather, is into. 440, 460, yeah. 480 at the moment. Sure, isn't it? I think yeah. it's a, a backable price, not secret late, yeah. is my feel. Um, yeah, no, I was a bit funny with this race. I, I really like the race. I'm, I am going to bet far too much on a race that I probably shouldn't. But I, I think Top of the Pops and Advanced will end up near last. And there should be speed on with He's Gold. They've got to try and lead. Sneaky Fox and King Cruiser, who will yeah. both be pretty long price coming across and setting a reasonable tempo. Um, starring Knight. Should park on the back of them, not secret. Maybe the back of He's Gold could be three of the fence. I'm not sure how that'll pan out exactly, but big chance it's going to be leaders back, and and that's a, a probably a nice spot for it. There wasn't much between it and top of the pops, I didn't think, and mm. uh, the barrier draw might suit not secret a little bit more. Um, yeah, just the way I've got it mapped out, top of the pops and advanced end up near last, and Harder Kerr ends up three of the fence. Needs a lot of luck, but suspects it'll go around a fairly big price. But um, I, I've somehow, I've ended up with Starring Knight as about a $4.50 favourite. Um, 
I reckon it might just be a better horse than we're giving it credit for. It probably would have gone close to winning, but would have won, I reckon. Um, oh, maybe. We don't know. Maybe. Yeah, we don't know. Would have gone close to winning last start. But all its prior form, there aren't any great names or anything. But what I like about it, and I like the fact it's drawn four this week, can land probably close to the 1-1. One, one. It can peel, get going up the bend, and it can say to all these other horses, you've got to get past me. Because the way it's been racing, it's been sort of sustaining that run for the entirety of the straight. So it'll take a, a nice run, a nice cart into it for anything to, to go past it. And I reckon we'll see seven, eight, nine, ten dollars $10. There's just so many betting horses in this that we'll see our prices here. So um, going to have something starring night, going to have something hard occur, as I said, best horse in the race by panels. Um, <laughs> oh, dearie me, that's not that funny. Uh, one or four and a half months. No, it didn't win. It's first up run, last prep of four and a half months um, with 60 kilos, and this time it's off six months. So a very similar break. Um, it was huge. <laughs> Well, it is. It's a hundred extra days. <laughs> Same setup. Yeah, but I just don't know why would they have waited this long. He's only got a small team, and the other one came out the other day and won. Yeah. So he probably just work. He probably just gets yeah. them going at the same time to save money. I don't think there's anything. It's going to be a big price. I'm not backing it for the place. I'm just going to have a little win only spec. It won't cost me much. Um, Hardaker will win one at a price, and I'll be on. Oh, 100%. I will yeah. win. It, it is a serious racehorse. Um, and yeah, it won't cost us much to have something on. And I don't want to lose on not secret, but as Crip said, I think we'll see a price late. So I'm going to look at backing those three runners and hope the two back markers don't get fully into it. Uh, I was $4, top of the pops, $4 advanced. Um, really thought uh, advanced was a horse on the rise, last prep. Um, trial good, got beat first up, I think. Then it won really, really well. And then it flashed late for third in a race that was won by El Safina and Benji's, I think, at Belmont. I think that was its last start yep. in the recent White. Huge on that occasion. Trial was good, it's gonna be ridden quiet out the back um, in a similar fashion to Jared Noski produced similar ride on Mojo Rhythm, first up for Mitchell Pateman yesterday. Um, so advanced for me is a bit of value. It's gonna be a class about in that horse and um, the wobble in betting has, has got me a little bit worried about that might be a bit of a correction, but. Um, no, I wouldn't worry about an early yeah. wobble. It's more the late wobble yeah. you go, why is that occurring? Yep. What's right. uh, what's Natalie and, Francis saying on course? Yeah, and also. What's Peter Anthony's? And the pattern of the day. And if they're swooping, then oh, advanced is on top of the pops of the horses I wanna be on. I want a bit better than what I've been getting for pops recently, so. Um, yeah, four dollars. I just think advances went up way too short. Yep. Did it go up with them? Or in front Ian of Lenton loves these um, trials. Yeah, exactly. And it just like markets, a, loves these trials. Like a bomb. But yeah, just yeah. for me, I really like advances. Four twenty. But just I feel like map. it might need one because it was yeah. such a soft trial at fourteen hundred from last as well. So just a map for me. It's going to be has to go back to near last, doesn't it? So yep. they're horses that I usually try and bet around at Ascot. I don't know if Starring Night Terry is going to keep drifting like you hope. It just seems like it. The market loves it and it's a horse that the always- The stable loves it too. I've, yeah. I've heard them speak about this horse yeah. post-race. They always, they always give yeah. it a good pump up. So It always goes around a lot shorter than what I can get it. And yeah, what have I got it now? I have it nine bucks, so I expect it to go around a lot shorter than that, especially off a luckless run last start. By the way, off topic, but what is- If I had, a, if I had every dollar- that I'd lost on my fury in the last three years. My uh, God, fury! That is <laughs> run second because I, I backed um, I backed cool my gal. fury and I only had Brad's prize, my fury and um, one cool gal. Yeah. One cool gal yeah. was my result. 
horrible ride one cool girl, horrible tactically. So the only person you can blame for that is BJ Ryan. The the <laughs> if they let one cool girl run, wins by seven. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I, I sooked it when Comico went past them. And, I'm, oh. and then I've looked at the, because I, I actually didn't watch the final 50. It's run second, it's come back yeah, and run second. Yeah. What yeah. the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, fuck my It was like, just, a, I think, a really Back's slow tempo. Back seen the previous day. Um, so it was very slow race. But the yeah. race, it's first up when that race they didn't go overly hard either. Yeah, they were. Yeah, it was a bit, a a bit, bit more genuine. A little yeah. bit more, but yeah. not like exactly like we're not talking like ten or fifteen lengths. Yeah, common benchmark give difference. It, give it Windbird, didn't you? Yeah. I reckon Comico the horse, might be I reckon the horse just hates you. There's no other solution. It just doesn't like you, mate. Mm-hmm. Normally, every time I, I back it, there's I an excuse too. That's the one where I'm like, it has <laughs> just to be the never again. But it will. It'll get me. One yeah. more stat to leave us with. Here's so they're whinging about some barriers this week. There's been a little bit happening, right? I reckon if you're the owners or the connections or the whatever of hard occur, you can have a win. So listen to its last eight gates, 10, 9, 13, 9, 14, 13, 11, 14. That's stiff, isn't it? Yeah. Isn't that stiff? So barrier three. Three on said that. Gap Redraw. Job. Gap job. Yeah. <laughs> um, just before we leave this race to get out stakes, uh, shout out to last week's winner, Fraser Hay, the H train. Mm. He, um, he did win. He was one of our um, – Early, uh, I think he set the leaderboard a lot early in the the new, the Mastermind 2.0. I think he might have won three or four on the trot, Fraser Hay, the H-Strain. But he won these first get-out stakes last mm-hmm. week, and he's going to go into Market City Meets just in time before he flies out to the UK to play a bit of cricket over there. So good luck on your adventures, Fraser, and congrats on your um, get-out stakes victory as well. All right, we'll take a quick break, and when we come back, it'll be our – Best, our maddies and our lays for Quokka Kata Day. All right, we're back with our Betfair best betting propositions for Quokka Kata Day. And the man who coined the phrase, Daniel Cripps, what's your Betfair best? Uh, Best Betfair best. Look, as you can probably tell, not a heap of enthusiasm in this card. Looking forward to just going to the races and being there as a spectator and enjoying the day, but yeah, not from a betting perspective. the race I'm probably more most involved, uh, keen to get involved in is race four. I want to back Cisco Joe and save Classic Rogue. In saying that, when we were talking about it before, Cisco Joe was four fifty um, now into three seventy, which mm. oh, does wow. yeah dampen my spirits a bit. But yeah, that's um, on a tough day. That would be my best two horse play. It is a tough day, Terry. Uh, beats race five beats. Betfair best beads. Best fair, bet fair best beads. Uh, each way bet, yeah. I like Acromantula race nine too. Uh, my Betfair best comes up. Race three, race three first up, uh, Brave Venture goes back, goes whack. Oh. Bang. Yeah. Maddie. That's brave. Uh, well, it's, yeah, it'll get to 20 bucks. Hard to occur in the last. Best horse racing at Ascot on Sunday. Yeah. Hard to occur. <laughs> Farlow. <laughs> 21 about Oh, that was also one that I had on my short list. I'm going to go with Special K, but Kementari. And cool. Run. Yeah, good. I'm going to go in the in the quokka as well. My uh, One of my favourite horses of all time, Red Can Man. Um, Shorty McGrady to ride the race of his life. Red Can to run the race of his life. Go massive. Bang. At, uh, 21 plus. So. Tell you what, if we, go think, get them red cap. we think a lot of these are going to firm up in the markets, uh, you're probably better off holding for all the roughies, aren't you? Yeah. Because if, if Bella Nipatina and Emilia's jewel are going to take oh, 55, 60% of the market, and there's going to be some numbers for the rest of them. Um, lay, I haven't got much exciting. We rip, I've got a million to one, so it's 270 a place. Lay that. Well, I've, got, I've kind of got swept up in the beads business, the business of beads. Can't lay beads. 
I'm laying the snowdo. Bugger. Mm, I thought about doing that, but I hate having everything. All my eggs <laughs> in one basket. So. Snowdo. Yeah, my best last week, my lay today. Oh, yeah. Don't your lays are winning. <laughs> Do it something else. Make it. Make beads your lay. I think my lay got beat last week, so um, I'm in form. Uh, this is off the cuff. I'm going to lay race six, number eight, Rusty Spirits, a place yeah. $2.50. <laughs> very good. And uh, invariably, my bet fair lays usually run very well. <laughs> <laughs> Currently loading to bet. Uh, okay, Ruffy, for the quacker on the way out, you've just given us one crib. Yeah, now I've got a question for you off the huh? cuff of both because um, we probably didn't touch on the quacker for as long as what we could have. Is If Amelia's Jewel doesn't win... Who is the best local and or is there any local that's a live hope for you? All right. Well, I'm just going to – I should have mentioned it earlier. I think that this will probably run – it will just run better than its SP. But if the race – if Shades of Rose kicks up and leads mm-hmm. or it gets the right back, I think Hot Zed can run a race. I think it's running the winter bottom. If you look at how that race was run and the, the one, two, three came from last second or awesome. third last, awesome. it was just unreal. So mm-hmm. some horses have sweet spots. Like Comfort Me is a lightly weighted mile. Hot Zed carries weight really well. 1,200 metres, it's go. Ascot, it's go. I love Chrissy Parnham going on for Jason is usually riding it. Um, He's yeah, just it it'll go around $100 Betfair yeah. without doubt and it won't win. So you're going to lose any money you put on it, but it will go better than the $100. Play so. <laughs> yeah. yeah, do a first five. <laughs> is that a thing? <laughs> so, yeah, from the locals, we've got Tricks of the Trade. Head-to-head betting, maybe. Massimo, Red Cam Man, Resort Man, Hot Zed, Western Knight. And Bustler, um, out, that's outside of Amelia's Jewel, of course. Um, Bustler's. Bustler's interesting. Actually. Yeah, yeah Bustler was super last Yeah, That's yeah. probably one that's got slightly under the guard, actually. So, What was Bustler versus Amelia's when they were clashing as three odds? Like, yeah. Price-wise, I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, it was yeah. like yeah. $2 versus four, yeah. and now it's three versus 60. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Yeah, Bustler isn't a bad little price there, actually, all things considered. Might be another couple hundred bucks I'm about to lose. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But I, I, I do know for a fact that the the camp, um, and there's a lot of lot of chatter around um, tricks of the trade. First up, very confident the stable. So uh, yeah, it's got it's got a bit of everything this race. So um, yeah, can't wait to see how it all unfolds. Yeah, cracker. All right, BJ, we've got a rock and roll to the trillion launching and whatever we're going to. <laughs> a pleasure, as always. Yeah, thanks, Cripper. Um, yeah, thoroughly enjoy having you on. How's the golf going? Yeah, um, average. Handicap? Yeah. 15. That's yeah, okay. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Been, it's good. It's been sitting there for oh, – I got down to 12 a year ago and I've been soft cap for about the last 10 months, which means when you're basically in a – you're going that bad where they don't let you go out as far as what you technically should be. Mm, okay. So it's a uh, yeah, bit out of form, but only one good game for turning it all well, around. You, you, need, you need some pointers from Terry's mate on the golf course. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what Tom Cripper. I did. You're yeah. the first person I messaged about that. Actually, yeah, <laughs> that was. Geez, that was you're pretty appreciative. <laughs> some free advice, <laughs> dearie mate. All right, we better rock and roll next week. Chrissy Parnham back on the mastermind. Uh, enjoy your um, Saturday. What a what a day's racing we have. Yeah, hopefully, forget. hopefully we get a crowd out there. Yeah, the well, I'm just support the day. I'm just worried how many people had to come Woolly instead. <laughs> it looks like a really nice car in the gold fields. But um, thank you again, Crip. And until next week, on the one one. Thanks, boys. Thanks, boys.